If you've been looking for a comprehensive Bible school curriculum that explores redemptive realities in Jesus Christ grounded in the Word of God, look no further. The goal of this podcast is to spread the life-transforming Word of God throughout the world for the equipping of the saints to do the work of the ministry and to build up the body of Christ in what Jesus has accomplished for us through His death, burial, resurrection, and seating at the right hand of God the Father. There's such an untapped potential for Christians to enter into their glorious inheritance in Jesus Christ. Together we will discover what Jesus has done for us by providing such a great salvation and how to appropriate the promises of God in our lives. Jesus said in John chapter 8 verse 31, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, and then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Each podcast season will cover one of the books that I have compiled over the years. You can find a complete listing of my Christian education material on my website at www.wordinspire.com. You're welcome to download these ebooks for free in PDF format for your own personal or ministry use. So let's explore these biblical truths and principles together that will absolutely transform our lives. God bless. Welcome to the Gospel series, The Parables of Jesus. We're looking at the hidden treasure in the pearl of great price, found in Matthew 13, verse 44 to 46. The theme is about discovering the kingdom of God, all in for Jesus, is the only acceptable response. The context is Jesus' teaching on the word of God is the secret to the kingdom of God. Matthew 13, 44. The kingdom of heaven is like hidden treasure in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Now I'm combining these two analogies that Jesus is making with the hidden treasure and the pearl of great price because they are conveying the same message. The treasure of God's kingdom who can put a price tag on being adopted into God's family? Romans 8.15 to verse 18, Ephesians 3.15, having the first fruits of the Holy Spirit right now in our lives as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. Romans 8.23, 2 Corinthians 1.22, chapter 5 verse 5, and Ephesians 1.14. Spending eternity in God's very presence of light and love. Now that's heaven. Colossians 1.27, Revelation 21 verse 5 through 7, and escaping the horrors of eternal damnation in the lake of fire. Luke 16 23, Revelation 14 verse 11, and chapter 20 verse 14 and 15. Hidden from view. Think of it. Who in their right mind would pass up such an indescribable treasure and go to hell instead? The answer can be described in one simple word, deception. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, 
the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. The problem with spiritual darkness is that it blinds people from seeing the truth. 1 John chapter 2, verse 8 through 11. First of all, spiritual truths are hidden from the cynical, as we see in Matthew eleven twenty-five, Luke 19, verse 41 to 44, and 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14. The parable of the sower points out three out of four hearts are unable to produce a harvest. Jesus promised that those who hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. Matthew 5, verse 6. God is not going to give what is sacred to those who don't care or want it. Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. But if we press into the things of God, we will not be disappointed. Matthew 11, verse 22, and Hebrews chapter 2, verse 3. All in for Jesus. It is true that eternal life is a gift from God according to Romans chapter 6, verse 23. It cost Jesus everything, and we did nothing to earn or deserve this amazing grace from God. Yet, what is our proper response to this great gift? If our salvation costs Jesus everything to obtain it, will it not also cost us everything to receive it? While we were still sinners, Jesus died for us. Our response to him is to give him everything. Matthew 6.33, Romans chapter 5, verse 6 and 8, chapter 12, verse 1 through 2, and 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14 to 15. For so many, Jesus is their Savior from hell, but Lord of their life is something elusive. Luke chapter 9, verse 23, Jesus said to them all, If anyone would come after me, he must deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for me will save it. What good is it for a person to gain the whole world and yet lose or forfeit their own very self? If anyone is ashamed of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of his holy angels. In our Western society, no one is pointing a gun to our head saying denounce Jesus or die. Philippians chapter 1 verse 20, 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 12 through 13, and Revelation 2.10. Yet many Christians around the world are suffering in this way. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 32 to 39, and chapter 11 verse 35. In our affluent society today, the great temptation is idolatry, the desire for other things, and apathy. Mark chapter 4 verse 19. 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 9, Revelation 3.16 We fall into a spiritual slumber, asleep in the light, numb to the reality around us. Romans 13.11, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 14, 1 Thessalonians 5.6, 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 7, chapter 5 verse 8, and Revelation chapter 3 verse 2 through 3. When we consider the Apostle Paul, he was sold out for Jesus. He gave up everything to follow Jesus. Philippians 1.21, For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7, But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. There is so much temptation to compromise and settle for second best, to settle for brass instead of to go for the gold. 
like the rich man that turned down Jesus' offer of eternal life and to become his disciple of his. Yet we see that the other disciples left everything to follow Jesus. So was it worth it? Absolutely yes. Mark chapter 10, verse 17 to 31. As the parable points out, making Jesus Lord and Savior of our lives will cost us everything. We lose the right to do our own thing and call the shots. But it is so worth it to exchange junk for jewels. Like the story of the prodigal son giving up the world's pigsty in Luke chapter 15 verse 16 and 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 20 to 22. At best, living in the world is enjoying sin for a short time at a great cost. Hebrews 11 verse 25. Serving God has huge benefits for now and for eternity. That's why the man in this parable, when he got the revelation of it, got really excited. Psalm 16 verse 11, chapter 84 verse 11, chapter 103 verse 1 through 12, and Colossians chapter 2 verse 2 and 3. In 2 Corinthians 4 7 it states, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. I highly encourage you to continue listening to the Word of Life study series podcast and encourage your friends to tune in as well. The scriptures encourage us in Acts chapter 17 verse 11 to receive the message with great eagerness and to examine the scriptures every day in order to confirm the truth that you're hearing. God's word is our final authority for all matters that pertain to life and godliness. I'd like to close this episode by praying over you according to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is like the working of his mighty strength which he exerted in Christ when God raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly realms, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every title that can be given, not only in this present age, but also in the one to come. And in chapter 2, verse 6, And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Be blessed and see you soon.